Hello and welcome, welcome to, to The, the Smut, Smut Show, Show, a weekly podcast from your new internet book besties. We discuss all things spicy books and mix in a little bit of motherhood, life, self-care, and everything in between. So sit back, grab a beverage, and let's chat. And welcome to the Smut Show. I'm Rachel. And I'm Neely. And tonight we have such a treat. So we have Erin McKenzie. She is a sports romance author who lives in small town Florida with her family. She loves writing real emotionally driven romance with steamy and laugh out loud moments along the way. I concur. <laughs> writing and creating stories is something that she's loved since she was a young girl. Outlining an essay in English class and writing book reports were always her favorite assignments. When she isn't writing, you can usually find her reading a book or in the kitchen baking. Erin, we're so happy to have you here. Thanks for coming Yay. on this show. Yeah, thank you. I was so excited when you guys asked me. So, yes, I well, am happy to be here. I only, like, a little casually harassed Erin until she would let me read the book. Yeah, really. I was like, I I don't know how I stumbled upon your page, but I was like, everything about this book, I need to read it. I need to read it right now. And well, it's like, so funny because I think we what can I do? scheduled for the show before <laughs> we even read your book. Oh, no. Is that true? Had you read it? I think we – no, I think I had read it. I think okay, I you had read it. it. Okay, I hadn't read it yet. Yeah, you had Okay, okay. I think I, I had read like, it. I was like, I read it a very thing to do, though, where she'd be like, <laughs> I saw this aesthetic and we're going to have this author on. Like, that's a very – Listen, <laughs> she had me at backwards hat and gray sweatpants. You know, know how I am. I, I was like, say yeah, less. Well. I need to know nothing else about these yeah. people. Yeah. Um, I will say my mom's name is Abby, so that was like a little hard at first, but it, I got past it. Um, Different spelling, all good. Yeah, yeah. You do. Um, so have should to work we past it sometimes? I do. Well, I told you one time I read a book, and the two main characters were Liam and Charlotte, which are my kids' names, like the love interests, and oh, I was like yeah. triggered. Yeah. <laughs> so, but okay, I got past that ever, too. Have you ever read a book? This is off topic. Have you ever read a book where your name is the love interest? That's never going to happen no. to me, but okay. It could. It could happen <laughs> Unlikely. Here. It is unlikely. I feel like I've seen – I feel like I've read something where there was a Rachel, but they're like – they have to be in there. Isn't Pucking least. Around Rachel? Yeah. I was like, I know I read Rachel. Yeah, Pucking Around <laughs> Rachel. Yeah. Thank you, Nina. Yeah, I haven't read it I was like, I, I haven't – read it but I do know from just our um what did we just do our bracket yeah yeah she's in the bracket Rachel Mm -hmm. yeah all right should we get into some one in five star moments I am ready sure all right uh I'll start I guess uh so my five star (laughs) moment I'm gonna do that first my five star moment is our weekend was really really relaxed we really didn't have a lot of plans and it was kind of nice. Um, I mean, Liam several times was like, what are we doing next? And I'm like, not, we're not doing anything. Okay. Like you no. need – I don't know what like <laughs> the six-year-old urge is to need to have an activity. But I'm like, yeah. you have a room full of toys. I'm giving you whatever screen time you want. Just like learn how to like, relax. Honestly, you can do whatever yeah. you want right now. It's like I don't actually care what you do. Just do no. it in the house and do it yeah. away from me. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, and then my one star <laughs> moment, which I told – I've talked about like to Rachel and I've talked about on my personal accounts. Um, we had a really big scare with Charlotte. We went. We did end up going to a friend's house Sunday um, to like a Labor Day party and she fell in a pool. 
And it's like actually my biggest parenting fear is Mm -hmm. my child falling in a pool. And it happened. Um, She was in her swimsuit. We were by the pool. We were standing right there. um, And we had done ISR back in the spring for six weeks every day. And it was a beat down. And I'm so glad we did it because when she fell in, she like bobbed for a second and then she flipped to her back and floated. And that's what ISR is in case you don't know. Yeah. Sorry. ISR is infant swim rescue and it's basically, it's swimming lessons, but like at the core of it, you learn to survive. It's survival. survival. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Like they literally like teach you what to do if you fall in your pool with your clothes on or if you fall in the pool and they start Mm -hmm. this with babies at like six months. So you can do this with a baby as early as six months. My biggest regret in life is not doing this with my kids. Like from the get-go. Earlier, like we did yeah. several years of like regular swim lessons and I don't feel like my kids really learned much of anything. Mm-hmm. But like Liam, after like two weeks of ISR, was like swimming across the pool. And I mean, Charlotte was swimming like pretty well. But I mean, it was interesting because we hadn't gone to the pool so much this summer that I thought that it would – like I, I – first of all, I never am like, God, I hope if she falls in a pool, she can save herself. Yeah. Um, but, like, we hadn't gone to the pool a ton, a ton, a ton this summer because it's been so hot here that I'm, like, I can't do that. Um, so I was really surprised that she, like, n- like instinctively knew what to do. Um, she was fine. She recovered. Fifteen minutes later, she was asking to go back in. I was not fine. I'm still really not fine. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know if I will ever be fine around a pool with them again. Um, but – we you are will. definitely They'll doing ISR again next summer. And you'll feel better. They will. But yeah. um, it was just, so I'm scary. glad we were right there. Yeah. And like, but it just goes to show you. So like, if you're listening and you have little kids and you've ever been on the fence about doing a program like this, do it. Like, yeah. this is your sign yeah. to do it because it is a beat down to do. It's expensive, but it is worth every single penny because it could have been so much worse. She could have inhaled so much more water. I was mm-hmm. like a wreck all night thinking we were going to have a dry drowning situation, which is like how hours later you can yeah. drown, like yeah. die from it basically. Um, don't Google things. Yeah. No. Things like this happen. Yeah. Anyway, that was my one star moment. It was awful. She's fine. She's unfazed. Has not brought it up. So. Good. Well, that's good. <gasps> What are y'all's yeah. one and five-star moments? <laughs> okay, my five-star moment is we had my sister-in-law's wedding this weekend. So my husband's sister uh, got married, and they had been dating for like a million years, and so it was really fun. Um, she's the youngest of four, so she has three older brothers. Brian's – my old husband's the oldest. I didn't and then, realize that. Yeah, and then Lexi's the baby. So um, it was fun. It's the first Lewis wedding that there that we've had since um, Brian and I's wedding nine years ago. Um, so it was super fun. The girls were flower girls, which was adorable. And wow. um, they were just That's like cool. insane all weekend. Um, they actually did a really good job, but like it's so hype. There's lots of hype happening on a wedding weekend. Um, and then <laughs> yeah. Brian was the efficient. So um, it was it was 
a family affair. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, that was my five star. And then my one star, this is like, so this is going to be, if you're listening and you're a homeowner, you're going to be like, oh, uh, this is a very boring one star moment. But while we were gone, we came back and our tree limb had like a huge tree limb had like broken and fallen down and was like sprawled across our entire front yard. Um, and was this after that storm on Sunday? No, it happened. Really? Yeah, it happened before that. Because there are um, tree limbs down all over our neighborhood. I think it might have happened Friday night. I'm not really sure. But our neighbors texted us about it on Saturday, so it happened before that. But um, yeah, it was – okay, here's the deal. Like, I'm not even mad about it. There wasn't any damage. But like, you know what I don't want to spend money on? A tree removal service? A tree removal service. Tree removal. Like, yeah. not what I want Nobody to wants money. to spend money on stuff like that. It's like having it your sprinklers like, yeah. break and oh you're like, my gosh. cool. Now you're going to spend so a cool angry. grand on sprinklers. Yes. Yeah. It's or all like, stupid. we have a pool and it's so dumb. Like, no, never buy a house with a pool. And so, like, we had to. Oh, trust me. I'm not yeah. gonna. <laughs> now Neely's like, never gonna. <laughs> but, like, we had, to we had talked about pump. putting. We had talked about in a couple years putting a pool in, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> Never. Nope. Yeah. I would rather take that money have. and do so it's many not other worth things. It. Now. There's so many things. No, I don't want a pool. I don't want a no. pool. No, you don't. No. Okay, that was my one star <laughs> moment. It's just like spending money Aaron, that I don't want to spend. Aaron, what is your one and five star moment of the week? So, my five star moment is probably just this weekend. We had a lot of good family time, like just my husband, my daughter, and myself, which I feel like there's either always other people over or we're somewhere else or one of us is doing X, Y, Z. Like we never just really have like all three of us. So that was nice to just kind of have a very low key, like chill weekend, but still just three of us. Like we went to, um, there's like this little arcade that opened up like an hour away. So we went there with my daughter. She had fun. Um, and then I'd probably say my one star is I... I don't know about you guys as parents, but I get very, very overstimulated very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I sometimes take that out on like the wrong mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, that's just something that I'm like struggling with. Do you have anxiety? The more, like, the I yeah. I feel like it's really common like have, yeah. in people who have anxiety. Because yeah. like my friend Hillary and I will yeah. talk about this a lot that I get like they're out of nowhere, I will, like, if I'm hot or if there's, like, a lot of noises mm-hmm. or, like, a lot of people, mm-hmm. like, those are big triggers for mess, yeah. like, lots of clutter. Yes. And I and yes. I will literally snap at whoever's in my, like, vicinity. Like, it doesn't yeah. even matter. Exactly. It, That's the thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, one of my friends referred to, you said the mess. She said she refers to that as, like, visual noise. And I'm like, yeah. that is exactly yes. it. Like, I look at that and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. So that's something that I, especially lately, because I feel like I'm just getting busier. Like I've been a stay-at-home mom for the past four years. So I haven't had like a lot of stuff that I had to do outside of be a mom and a wife, really. Mm -hmm. So like now that I have something on the side, I'm like, okay, I have other things I need to do. Like I can't spend all my time cleaning. (laughs) So I just feel like my overstimulation lately is just, I don't know if I'm high. How old's your daughter? She just turned four in July. Charlotte turns four in November, and Rachel has a four year old. And it's four year old. And it's got age, man. It's so (laughs) fun. But I also think it's girls because Liam really was a. I have so I have a boy and a girl, and he had his difficult times. But like, she is so emotional. 
I don't know. I don't feel like Lainey was a different. My yeah. oldest was a different. Or maybe heart. it's. Yeah. It's just different. I will agree. Liam like, was a different yeah. hard because he has ADHD yeah. and we discovered that at four. And I was like, this is a different kind of hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They both have their the own hard. Overstimulation is hard. I do feel like it's hard not to. I I do the same thing. And sometimes I will literally like I, Brian and I do like tap outs. And so I will literally and I'm not even home with my kids all day. But I, when I am home with them in the evenings, I'm like, I will stand the up evenings like, are the hardest part of the day, though. Like, I'm like if you're a parent, tap out. but if you're a parent, you know that like 5 to 7 p.m. is yeah. literally the hardest part of the day, whether you're home with your kids all day or not. Or like not. on like a Saturday or Sunday, my kids will be fine all day. We could be together. Yeah. The whole day from 5 a.m. if Liam's up until – and then at 5 p.m., it is like a switch flips. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like – by 7 p.m., I'm like, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. And, and Andrew I and I also care. do tap outs where yeah. I will be like, I need to go in our room for a minute. Like, I need – well, I need a minute. And I get – it's been so bad lately that I'm like, I don't even care that it's 100-plus degrees outside. I'm going to go sit on the porch for a minute. Because, like, mm-hmm. I need to get out yeah. of here. I won't go that far because I try to not be outside right now. Um, it literally, when I picked the kids up from school today, my phone said that the feels like outside was 122. Yeah, it was horrible. And I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, it is bad. September. Um, but apparently wow. next week it's supposed to, like, and I say drop a lot, into the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> like, the week drop. of Brian's birthday, it always is our first cold front. So that's next week. All right, Neely, what's a recent read you've read? I'm so excited to talk about this. Okay, so we interviewed Candy Steiner recently. The episode has not aired. It will air in a few weeks um, as you're listening to this. But when we were talking to her and she was talking about books, she mentioned this book called The Air He Breathes. And I was like, okay. Like, I looked it up and I was like, yeah, mm mm-hmm. Sounds like my kind of book. Watch, did my usual where I watch my aesthetic videos on TikTok. If you Mm -hmm. know, you know how I roll. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Mm -hmm. absolutely, I want to read this book. Um, so I started reading it. I've had the past couple weeks, I've had a really hard time focusing on reading. Like it's taking me like a full week to get through a book every week. I'm just like very distracted. I don't know. I have, there's a lot going on. Um, and so, but I am loving this book. I will say trigger warning. It's very sad, um, to set up like the beginning of it has been really sad. Um, both of the main, the female main character and the male main character, uh, their spouses have died. Um, she has a young daughter who's five, um, and she has like some childhood trauma. Um, and he is very like secluded and has like shut himself from the world and has turned into like the grumpiest of grumps, um, but has a dog. So, you know, he's like still got a heart because <laughs> they, they have a dog, like we yeah. know. Um, and they live next door to each other as they do. Um, as as one does um and at first he's like awful to her and is like the meanest of mean but you know walls are gonna come down anyway um (laughs) but I'm really enjoying it I I know Rachel will never read this book because it's just too sad for her but I do every now and then enjoy a good emotional gut punch so um anyway it's been good Brittany Cherry she has apparently it's part of a whole series called The Elements uh I don't know anything about them the other books but this one's good. Candy Steiner recommended. I mean, listen, when authors that I love <laughs> recommend books to me, I read them. So, yeah. yeah. Unless it's something like fantasy or alien sex, and then it's just not happening. Sorry. 
It's Aaron's like, what? Either. You'll know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Haven't gone there yet. Same. Okay, you haven't done Ice Planet Barbarians? No. It's fine. Same. Are you not a fantasy girl? <laughs> not really. Same. No. I, I like part of me wants to. Like I, I want to, but I don't know that I would finish it. I, I don't know. I feel like I could start it, but I don't know. That Aaron, I'd like it. I, sticks to the sports romances, and <sighs> yeah, okay. just like our regular oh, smut. Okay, just the regular smut. Okay. Right. What have you read, Rachel? <laughs> Okay. Um, I've read some regular smut lately. So I read <laughs> <laughs> The Roommate Risk um, by Talia Hibbert. Um, and I she does the Chloe Brown series. Um, is her like, Oh, like Get a Life. Chloe Brown. Chloe Brown. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The Brown Sisters. Um, and I yeah. devoured those books several years ago. Loved them. And then um, – I did too. I don't know if y'all have seen so uh, steamy lit – conference did I don't know why I said that so weird um did like after the uh conference was over there's been a lot of posts about like the 23 and 20 for 23 or whatever have y'all seen that Mm. okay so it's basically like reading um 23 books by BIPOC authors in 2023 oh so I love that oh yeah so I was like okay I read I I was like I feel like I read pretty diversely like that's something that's really important to me when I was a librarian many moons ago like I really pushed that um and so I went and looked at what I've read this year and I was like oh my gosh like I have like been severely lacking this year so I'm trying really hard to pick back up and get that 23 and 28 or 23. I can't remember if it's in or four. Um, but I was like, yeah. can't go wrong with Talia Hibbert. Her Get a Life Chloe Brown was so freaking good. That whole series was so great. So I picked well, up The Roommate Risk. Then I highly recommend after that you jump into some Jasmine Guillory because – Well, I've read most her- of Jasmine Guillory's. Oh, you have? Why? I, I have. I haven't read a, like her most recent ones. <laughs> but They're very good. All her I books need to, are good. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I, can, I feel like future I friend like, of the pod, Jasmine. Future Gillary. friend of the pod, Jasmine Gillard. Um, yeah. I feel like I felt like I, could, I was gonna. I knew what I was getting into. Italia Hibbert. So I uh, read the roommate risk. It was you guys. It was so freaking good. Okay, so it's like a okay. it's a friends to lovers, and I am not a friends to lovers person. But there were Aaron. I don't know if you're a book highlighter, but like I am a very big book highlighter, and I was highlighting like mm-hmm. passages and like on every page. It was so good. So it's Jasmine. Yeah. I like that you just Jasmine. did the hand motion the as hand if you motion. were physically highlighting. I was the highlighting book. on my <laughs> phone app. Okay, um, so I it's Jasmine and Raul, and they he like instantly falls in love with her they have this like hookup at the very beginning like seven years ago and then she's like I don't mix boundaries like either you're gonna be my friend or you're gonna be my fuck buddy and he was like well I'd rather Aaron and I are like really he was like well I'd rather be your friend like I'd rather uh like stick around for a long time so he becomes her best friend and so then they're like best friends for years something happens with her uh apartment there's like a flood or something so she moves in with him and then they're forced together forced proximity he like admits that he's loved her for all these years I mean like it was just beautifully beautifully written um and I'm literally adding it to my oh my gosh and great smile <laughs> like it was phenomenal so it's actually a series so I feel like I'm gonna jump into I think it's like you know standalone series but um it was phenomenal very very good highly highly recommend yeah that sounds very good Aaron, have you read anything good lately 
I, so while I was writing, I, I can't read when I write at the same time. It's just, it's very distracting for me. So the first book that I read once I finally finished all the editing with Linus Scrimmage was Pick Six by Maggie Rodden. I read and that. Mm-hmm. I need to read that. Obsessed. I've seen it everywhere. I flew through that book. I, I so think good. I gave it three stars. No, you didn't. <gasps> really? I forget. Oh my God. I, I think it. I read it after I read something like... I gotta look at my Goodreads. I think it followed something, and I was like, "Do you know when you read a book that's like just blows your mind, and then you read something after it, and you're like, eh. yeah, okay." But I need to. The order in which I read books affects me. It does. I need to. Um, okay. Because I think I saw. Did you tell Rin reads about it? I don't know Rin's last name. She's yes. um, yeah. She just posted about yeah, it, yeah. and I was like, um, I need to read that. It was the first book I read after I finished the Springbrook Hill series. Oh, ma'am, you need to reread. I might have to reread it. And then right oh, right, okay. right after that, I read Rewrite Our Story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My bad. Um, my bad, guys. My, okay, oh, I gave it four stars, not, not three. Okay, great. Not three. See, you liked it. Okay, so what is it about? So it is a sports romance football. Um, she is, so Harper and Alex were the main characters. Harper and Alex met, be, met so there's a prequel book. I'll put that out there. Okay. I did not read um, that. Called, okay. I think Defensive End, or I think it's called Defensive End. So they, Harper is married to Alex's best friend, but Harper and Alex met before she married his best friend I feel like that's confusing but long story short it's an ex-wife of his best friend and they end up fake dating and then of course you know they actually fall for each other but it's for him it's like you know it's always been you da 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 and it's just it's so good and the spice is immaculate I do really enjoy and it's always been you yeah yes I'm a big fan yeah I really and I am a big fan of short chapters. Um, Same. I'm sure you can tell if you read my yeah. <laughs> But her chapters are so short, and it just makes me feel like I can read faster. And for some reason, I feel way more engaged when the chapters are shorter. Yeah, I agree. So that, I think, helps with my, you know, with how much I liked it, too. But it was so good. I truly. Oof. And it's the first in the series, so. Okay, but do we have I to read the it. prequel? I might. No, because I didn't. I, just, I didn't. Know. I didn't even know there was a prequel. I was like, was that part of my problem? Um, <laughs> did, did I mess up? <laughs> no, also, I, when you were I talking about the book, I quite literally remembered, like, if you had asked me who the two main characters were in Pick 6, I 1,000% <laughs> would not be able. Like, you could put a gun to my head, and I'd be like, I don't know. Um, I do I now literally any story. book, though. I'm like, I literally was t- writing. I was like, okay, I just read The Roommate Risk. I know I want to talk about it tonight. I literally was like, who is it about? Because I do that. It goes, like, immediately leaves my brain. Erin, yeah. I don't know if you, like, find books to read via TikTok ever. And that's, like, the biggest way in which I find books to read. But I will be, like, scrolling TikTok and I'm like, that book sounds so good. And I'll go look and I will have read it. And just <laughs> straight up <laughs> well, it was not good. remembered. All right. It was good. Um, but, like, I will say, like, I read a lot of sports romances. Um, and so yeah. this usually happens. The other book this happened with was Lucky Hit. I think is the name of it. And I'm like, I don't remember anything about this book. Not one thing. 
read the synopsis, still remembered nothing about it. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry. That's just where my brain is. Um, anyway, Erin, tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Yeah. How'd you get into writing? Tell us your villain origin story. Okay. So um, I'm from a small town in Central Florida, like an hour, not even an hour north of Tampa. Um, I have lived here pretty much all my life. I lived in Arizona for like two years in my early 20s. Um, and then came back here to my little home down. As far as writing, I feel like I have always kind of had a little itch for it, a little bug. Um, but I didn't take it. Well, I didn't take it really seriously until this year, but I didn't actually like put words on paper until like six years ago. Mm-hmm. So I like vividly remember I was sitting at my corporate job, I had Microsoft Word up and I just started typing away like a story. Um, and funny enough, two of the character names in that story are in line of scrimmage. So like those stuck with me. Um, but yeah, I just have kind of always been fascinated with the whole idea of like creating a whole world for someone else to sort of get, you know, immersed in. Because for me, reading is such like a mental mm-hmm. escape. A thousand so percent. I, like, I feel like I am in the book most of the time. Like if I'm really enjoying the book, I just feel like I'm fully immersed in it. So I just, for me, like I wanted to create that for someone else, hopefully. So that's really kind of why I like really started taking it seriously this year. And reading has been so helpful for my mental health. (laughs) I didn't realize how much, like when I became a stay-at-home mom, I did not realize how much I needed something for just myself. So that's really where, because I started more so reading heavily in the past couple of years. And then I was like, I feel like I kind of have the, like itch to sort of write a little bit again. So that happened in, I think, late January. And then just kind of like, stuff just like flowed out of me. So I was like, oh, okay, well, something's happening. <laughs> and I, and we've talked about it too, where like, I feel like people, um, we've all like, everybody's got their own reading journeys, like how they started reading mm-hmm. or like for a lot of us, like how you got back into reading. And I think mm-hmm. for a lot of people, it does yeah. kind of all come back to mental health. I know it does for both Rachel mm-hmm. and I too. And I know like for me personally, if I'm having a bad day or something's going on, reading and being able to just escape my brain mm-hmm. is yeah. so helpful. And I feel like that's kind yeah. of one um, common thing just in the book community in general that everybody yeah. really feels is like everybody wants yeah, to I escape. Agree. So um, yeah. so how did the idea of line of scrimmage come to you? Like specifically that? So I always knew that if I was going to actually take this seriously and write a book, I was going to write out something that number one, I knew like I was comfortable writing about, that I knew a lot about. Um, that's where like the football aspect comes in. I love reading sports romance. So I knew I wanted to write one. Um, I know everyone loves hockey and I love hockey too, but I just went the football route. Cause that's just what I have grown up with. So writing about, you know, like the plays and stuff like that. I didn't, I wasn't like second guessing myself. Um, in that regard. So I'm very comfortable with the sport. So that's kind of why I chose to write um, for, you know, football for sports romance. And then I kind of, as far as like the idea of line of scrimmage, Brothers Best, I kind of just took like the tropes that I love to read about. Yes. And mm-hmm. kind of wanted to just make that into my own story. Um, I love Brothers Best Friend stories. I love when he's like, obsessed beyond measure yes. um yeah you know, I love all those things so 
I was like, I want to create all of that. Um, so that's kind of where the idea of it really came from is just my own love for certain things. Yeah. yeah and think, we've talked. So. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rachel. Well, I was going to say, and you might have been about to say the same thing, but when we were talking to Stephanie Archer, she was saying the same kind of thing of like, um, write what you love. Like if you're not writing yeah. what you love, then like, why are you writing? And so I love that you took that yeah. and you were like, Hey, these are the things that I love and I love to read. So I'm going to put my own spin on it. That's a great way of going. About yeah, exactly. it. yeah. Yeah. And what I was going to say too, is like Rachel and I also like, we're from Texas. We know football. Like yeah. that's, it's funny. Cause we talk all the time about mm-hmm. how like we like to read hockey because it's like so it's just it's so exotic to us. Yeah. But yes, yeah. if I had to write something, I would have to write football because that's what I know. Like I yeah. never write a baseball romance yeah. one because I don't care about baseball um, <laughs> at all. Um, but yes, we're we're big, but we're big football people. But I yeah. love football romance. I mean, I do love a hockey romance, but I don't know why I really do. I don't know why I love a hockey romance as much as I do, but I love football because I understand it more. We understand And I feel it. like I, like, yeah. follow the, like, mm-hmm. sub-stories that have to do with, like, the team and the actual sport a lot yeah. easier where I'm not having to Google what, like, a hat trick is like I did yeah. that time. <laughs> After reading the word hat trick, the words hat trick enough, I was like, I got to figure out what that is. I need to is. know what yeah. that means. That's hilarious. Okay. What has the process been like for self-publishing? Um, a lot, but I will say if you, for me, I have kind of like spread things out. Um, like now I'm obviously kind of down to the wire, but in the beginning I was spreading things out and I didn't feel as overwhelmed because, you know, I, I wrote most of my book before I reached out to an editor. Um, so then I got an editor and then I did a cover designer and then, um, you know, I had like alpha and data readers. And I, I just feel like I, because like I said, I started this in like February. So it's September now. So I feel like there's been quite a bit of time. Um, so I feel like I've just spread a lot of things out. So it's been, there's a lot you have to do and a lot that I'm learning. And I think that's what's making it hard is that I just don't know a lot of it. So I'm just learning as I go. But as far as it being like hard to do, I, I don't find it to be like hard in that, in in that regard, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's just a lot of new information that I'm learning. Right. Um, so there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that I had no idea about, but I'm just researching a lot. I'm asking other authors. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's been good. I, I haven't had any big hit, hiccups, knock on wood. Um, but overall, I think it's been a pretty good experience. Um, I don't know. I, I think that's deciding to... Or I think going like the indie route, you just have so much more freedom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just, I can appreciate that now with, and all the work that like indie authors put into all of their stuff, there's just so, so much. Um, so it's been a lot, but it's been fun and <laughs> definitely a lot that I've learned. So I, I, I can appreciate that. And I know that you intend for the book to be a series um, and we'll get, we'll get more. We'll go there later. Um, but will we, <laughs> will we see Ford and Abby pop up like in the other stories? That's my goal. Yes. Um, I do kind of want to keep it all like interconnected where you're still going to have them show up on certain things. Um, you know, the idea is to have the guys all be on the same team throughout the duration. So, and still be friends. So with that being said, you know, my, 
thought process and like the way that I kind of have things lined up so far is that yes, everyone will show up in everyone's book at some point. <laughs> and you, like I said before, you really had me at backwards hat and gray sweatpants. Why do we I mean, honestly go <laughs> so feral for that? Like as women, why are we? Why do we hear gray sweatpants? Like. I mean, I will say I love my husband dearly. I don't think he owns gray sweatpants. And if he wore a backwards hat, I would be like, I don't understand what's happening because he doesn't wear hats. But like, <laughs> um, but like, why? Why is like just like the thought of that? We're like, and I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. Like, partially, I feel like it's kind of like just this effortless. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. The hat for me is like a confidence thing. I don't know why. Like, I just think when they flip it, like, if it's forward and then they take it off and like run their hand through their hair and then flip it backwards, I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. Wait, that actually is so true. I mean, I was thinking like in my head, I always, I I was thinking about like when you said backwards hat and gray sweatpants, like Brian has gray sweatpants. I'm like, you should buy some for Andrew for Christmas, honestly, um, because it's great. But uh, the backwards hat, I love the forward to the sw- hair swipe to the flip. I'm like picturing this in my yeah. mind. I'm like, oh, I like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that's good stuff. Yeah. It's just so good. It is. So good. I know. It's hard to explain. Like, it's hard to put into words. But it's just like a whole, like, vibe for me. It's a vibe. I, I look at it and I'm like, that works. Yeah, I'm there for that, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ford is such a softy uh, for Abby, uh, especially. Did you go into it knowing that that's how you wanted their dynamic to be? You know, it's funny because when I like first kind of plotted this out in my head, I was like, okay, I kind of think I want him to be sort of like grumpy. But as I was writing, I was like, I don't know. I don't think I know how to write. A grumpy <laughs> like, I don't think I, don't I, know think how to write I would either. Like, <laughs> like I don't like if I'm ever to write a book and publish a book, I don't think like a grumpy sunshine would ever be a book I would write because I just like, yeah. I could write a bitch. Like I could write a really mean girl. Cause like yeah. a black cat. I, yeah. I know that, but I could yeah. write like a, a grumpy guy because like, I don't have that. Like, yeah, I don't know that. I life. know. No. Yeah. I know. And I started when I started writing it and one of my alpha readers, um, I had like the word grumpy in there, like from her perspective as describing him. And she was like, I don't know what I would call him grumpy. And I was like, You're like, you're right. I don't really know how to write a grumpy person. So um honestly, no, I did not go into it thinking he was gonna be such a mush, but um I'm obviously very happy with how he turned out. Same. <laughs> but that was not my original plan. <laughs> Well, it's funny because he is, like, such a softie, but then, like, he has a mouth on him. Yeah. Like, I love dirty when mouth. they have a mouth. Oh, Ugh. my gosh. Yeah. It's okay. So, I need to know, like, what's your what's your smutty research that goes into for making a mouth on him? Yeah. Honestly, so, I think back to, like, books that I love and, like, different like smutty scenes or even just different kind of like verbiage. And I'm like, how can I spin that? Like, you know, in a different way. Um, But just kind of like thinking back on things that I like to read. Like if, you know, I like to read about certain kinds of scenes, then I wrote a scene like that. Or I love how so many different books will have like, like a certain scene, like a certain smutty scene in the book that everyone just like remembers Mm -hmm. and it stands out to them. Um, So like, I was like, I... 
maybe want to make one like that. So it, that was kind of like my research, so to speak, just kind of like racking my brain thinking of things um, from like my like things that I like reading about. Yeah. So yeah. I okay, I need to know like what's your what scene do you want? Okay, spoilers. If you're listening to the podcast and you don't want to know, pause. What scene do you like in your dreams? If somebody walked away and was like, "This is the scene that like everybody's talking about," what is it? Um, probably the bowling alley. Okay. There's a bowling alley scene where it's just very like impromptu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Without giving too much. So away. I think that one. She yeah, I think that one because that one kind of just came to me as I was typing, and a lot, that's how a lot of it actually happened. Yeah. Like as I was typing, stuff just sort of. I was really hoping up in my you head. were about to um, say that one came to me as I was bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping that's where you were As going. the best ideas <laughs> often do. I know personally when I'm bowling, that's where I get all my great ideas. As I was I, bowling, I just thought about this. The other day I was telling Andrew, I was like, we should take the kids bowling. He's like, when was the last time you went bowling? I was like, I could not tell you. It's <laughs> like Andrew and I have never gone bowling together. It's been that long. Well, but it's fun. Yeah, it is. Fun. I was like, why don't we go? It really bowling? I was like, why do we not bowl? Like, why are we not people who bowl? Because it is fun. <laughs> anyway, I would need the bumpers. I'm not good. Um, yeah, no, I'm okay. Not good so either. switching gears, just just a smidge. Do you have author or any authors that like you really love reading that kind of inspired you to get into writing or kind of inspired you um, like once you kind of got back into reading again? Um. So I love Elle Kennedy's books, um, a lot of her books. I really, really love. Um, one of the things I like about them is that they are very bingeable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like for me, I don't have like a ton of time in my day to read. So when I'm picking up a book to read, I need something that I'm going to either get through really quickly or I'm going to look forward to reading even if it takes me a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really appreciate her writing style. But then as far as like someone who kind of got me back into wanting to write and I had actually already started writing a little bit but Haley Dickert I don't know if you guys Mm -hmm. follow her um she wrote her sister between us and return policy she's a an indie author um I read one of her books and I read the sister between us and I just like fell in love I read that book in like record timing I just fell in love with the storyline of it and um, I had reached out to her and her and I were just kind of talking back and forth. And she just gave me so much information on like how to go about writing a book. And I just felt super supported by her. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like I can do this. Like you, you're so nice. I love that. <laughs> so, do you feel like. Yeah. So I, oh, I think, yeah. No, go ahead. You're fine. Oh, no. I was just going to say like kind of coming off that. Do you feel like as a new, a new writer, the author community has been like pretty receptive and supportive of you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone that I've reached out to for questions has been, you know, sharing whatever they can. And I appreciate that. So yeah, I, I've received nothing but support and good vibes. So that's good. I love that. And then, okay, so you had those two other, anybody else that inspired you? Um, Liz Tom Ford. She's honestly probably one of my very favorite, like top three. So I haven't read any of her books yet, but I'm going on a flight. I'm going. So she's been saving it. I so I'm my husband and I are going on a trip in two days, and I've been 
bathing mile high to read on the plane. I literally downloaded it today. So it's funny because that's actually what happened to me with Becca Max books. We went on a trip back in January and I like saved Consider Me and Play With Me and read started Consider Me on the Mm -hmm. flight. And like like Andrew would try to talk to me. I'm like, I cannot talk to you right now. Like I'm (laughs) I am too focused. Um I know I told you I was like, that's gonna happen on this flight. You're gonna get into my eye and you're gonna be like and those are long books too, but yes, but I've I feel like when we did our was it our book boyfriend bracket? So many words. Um Yes. Where was he the was he the runner up? Yeah, but that's the second book. Oh. So you're not even gonna get him in the first book. But okay, so Aaron, are you do you like Ryan or Z better? I like right. The right move was oh, okay. definitely my So, like, I basically like, do I need to power through Mile High so I can oh, get no, to the right I, move? I loved Z. I loved oh, Mile okay. High. I think I yeah. liked Mile High better than Right Move, which is an unpopular opinion. I feel like most people like Right Move better, but. Which is interesting because yeah. I don't always feel like the second book is as good. Except. No, yeah. Actually, no, I take that back because Heartless is – I was like, oh, I take yeah. that back. Yeah. As um, – Daddy Cade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, Erin, I know you saw, like, our, our – you see our brackets that we've done. The way mm-hmm. that people, yep. like, get feral about Heartless. Like, that oh, book yeah. – Oh, that doesn't shock me at all. No, it won yeah. our favorite – it won Small Town, right? Yeah, yeah it won Small Town. I'm literally shocked about yeah. none of the things that have won our brackets. I'm like, at the beginning, we'll no. post our brackets and Neely and I will text and be like, this is who's going to win. I literally, when we did our book boyfriend bracket, <laughs> we got, I was like, Carter Beckett's going to win this. And I said it quite literally, like before we even posted it, I was like, Carter Beckett's going to win this bracket. And we don't, I mean, we have nothing. We just facilitate it. Yeah. We, don't, we, we do nothing right. else. Yeah. We just yeah. post it. We pair I know. Them. I just saw that too. I think it's so funny that Ollie won too. Like, like just the, the best was Becca's comment where anything. she's like, you know that Carter would go around saying that they're prom king and queen yeah. voted by the oh, people. I and I died. I was like 1,000%. Like, you know, he's like in the corner like so cheering cool. her on. Like I'm, yeah. I frequently get sad that Carter Beckett is not a real person. I know, same, same Z's. Okay, anyway, so many. Um, back to topic. Back on topic. Oh yes. What has um? Okay, so we've talked a little bit about like uh, the author community, but what about like book talk, bookstagram in general? Um, how has that been like promoting the book via social media? Which is, I feel like, how author like that's just how you promote books now. So what's that been yeah. like? um helpful beyond belief like just I feel like the book talk like bookstagram community is so supportive like Mm -hmm. it blows me away every single time like people share a reel that I make or a post or like I had someone in my message yesterday saying that they were planning like a buddy read with their friends I'm like or you have me who's in your dms like please let me read this book like, please, oh I will do it. That's how I am right now about Wildfire. I'm like, who do I have to bang to get a copy of this? Oh, book? yeah. <laughs> I texted that to oh, Rachel when I'm like, what? What do I need to do? What? Yeah. What do I have to do? Anyway. Um, yeah, I just, I feel like even for us as readers, just like the, like seeing how supportive people are of authors is just so lovely because I feel like not every industry yeah. is like that. Like in mm-hmm. most industries, people yeah. are not very supportive and like yeah. your peers are not always going to be super supportive and it could be super competitive. But what I think is so great about the book world is like 
we as readers want all the books. So like yeah. there's literally yeah. room for everybody because there's not a shortage of how many, I mean, like, it's not like we're going to be like, well, that's enough sports romance. I've, I'm tapped out. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I've gotten my fill. I've read all I can. <laughs> are you managing yeah. all of your like social media? Are you doing all of that promotion and stuff? Uh, like 95% of it probably. I've had a couple of friends like make some graphics at some point, um, for certain things, but yeah, most of it I have been doing myself. So it's time consuming, but I, I have my own personal account as well. So I feel like I've been doing it for a while. Um, and I think it's the so, reel you posted today, which is three weeks before this episode comes out, but it was the, that, in, uh, <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo song. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is so perfect. I yeah. use that audio for real as well. I'm obsessed with like, <laughs> that song is so funny to me because I'm like, like, I wish that song had come out in my early 20s because it yeah. would have just been my anthem for yeah. so long. Oh I would have been God. like, oh. <laughs> mistakes were made. You can made. still use it now, Neely. It's and then you had, you had also said something a while back and I forget what real it was, but you were like, this real took me like, I don't know, like some ungodly amount of hours. She's like, it better oh my God. <laughs> Relatable. No, and you want to know what? I didn't even use it. I didn't even use you the reel. You didn't? I remember when you talked about no. it and I'm like waiting and waiting. It's so like every time you posted a reel for like a week, I was like, well, it oh can't God. be this Maybe one. Maybe it's that one. <laughs> no, it was the, you know that, um, that sound where it was like, um, I don't even know if you would mimic the sound, but every like second was like a beat it was like oh yeah yeah yeah. oh wait was it like, the one not, was not it the one where people would do like their color it's like yes yeah I know exactly what you're talking about because yeah, I wanted okay. to make one of those and oh, I was like goodness. I'm not even gonna like no, pretend like I know that. what the fuck I would be doing to make this yeah. because yeah that would I, would I still have it in my brain but I did not post it because I actually did something much simpler like last minute to do it it was gonna be for um, because I shared that it was a series. Like I did a real like saying, okay, hey, this book is now part of a series. Um, so that was my plan for it. And I still have it in my drafts and I might post it one day, but for some reason I just didn't like love the turnout of it. And I was like, I'm not redoing this. No. <laughs> so no. I'm telling you. I just want something If I can't make it on CapCut, it ain't getting made. No, at this point. If CapCut yeah. doesn't just let me plug in a whole bunch of pictures and do the work for me. Yeah. Not happening. Not happening. Um, yeah. So um, what is it? I know you have, we're going to talk in our Patreon. Fun fact, we have a Patreon in Aaron, um, about <laughs> like other things you can perhaps tell us about the series, but what is a trope or topic that you like really want to write? So I really want to, I really want to do an enemies to lovers for a trope. Mm, um, love it. I love reading those. Love enemies to lovers. So I really want to do that as a trope. Um, as far as like a topic, I want to talk about like men's mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How, what, what can I say here? Um, so I might, that might possibly be something in book two. Okay. The men's mental health. Okay. So yeah, I just think it's important, it and uh, there's not, not enough. About, there's not yeah. enough representation yeah. about it. And yeah. Rachel and I have talked a lot about it when yeah. when we have seen it in books. How much we like it because yeah. it is so important. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So we're gonna do yeah. some uh, listener questions. We have 
a few. Ooh, okay. Um, okay. So somebody wants to know, was it weird to write all the sex scenes? Like type out your thoughts. The first time, yes. But then after, like after I got the first one done, I was like, okay, this is not terrible. And then they So basically like, like having sex cool. in general after you get the first time. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. just like that. <laughs> it's not oh gosh, terrible. I can so do funny. this. <laughs> After the first time, you're like, okay, I think I got the hang of it now. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Like, oh, that's, that's how that works. Okay. okay. Right. Um, and then someone wants to know, what is one quality that you love about Ford and one quality you love about Abby? And I love this question. I love that question. Um, Abby is very compassionate, and I like that about her. She, I feel like, takes a lot of people's feelings into consideration for the most part. Um, and then for Ford, he is super attentive. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he really is. Yeah, I think that is an important quality in a man. I will I, say I have a really hard time typically reading, um, romance where the either one of the main characters is a teacher uh because i have Mm -hmm. i spent many years as a teacher and so i'm like feel like i get really nitpicky but you'd i was like i was ready i was ready to be like that's wrong and it wasn't wrong (laughs) and so kudos Oh my god! Oh, because I feel like I've read a lot of teacher romances where I'm like, no, that is not how it works. And you know, you just like yeah. you know something really well, and you're like, like why we would never write hockey romance? Because like I know not a damn right. thing about hockey, and so I'm like, and I yeah, also I always... don't like to research things. So um, <laughs> you're like, I would do zero research. I would just start I would writing random write. hockey plays. But it's also like, if I wrote anything, it would probably always be set somewhere in Texas because. Mm. I quite literally don't want to research other cities um, enough to be able to name like super specific like landmarks to make or up things a city. like that. Oh, I could do that. That's yeah. true. Kind yeah, of like how true. people make up football teams. Exactly. I love it when it's yeah. made up football teams so much better than when the actual team is uh, named. Yeah, I don't like Because that. like I have read books where they've mentioned the Dallas Cowboys and I'm like, no, no. I'd yeah. prefer to not. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So I like it when it's like the Dallas Storm or something like that. Yeah. Or like it's like a San Antonio team yeah. and it's something super random that doesn't exist. And I'm like, do that. Right. Um, yes. Okay. So somebody wanted to know, is there anything with Abby that it was a piece of you? Um, yes. That's a very specific question. So I love it. Um, yeah, actually. So in the book, um, yeah. So – Abby, as you know, lost her dad. So a lot of her, like, emotions as, like, a lot of her emotions in the book were mine. Mm. So that was very, that was actually very therapeutic to write, (laughs) to be honest with you. Um, But, yeah, that's definitely a piece of me that's within that. I love that you included that. Um, Yes. Okay. Last listener question because I'm saving one of them for the Patreon. Um, okay. Any behind the scenes work that people wouldn't know about indie authors? And I loved this question too. Um, so much. I mean, I have just like the utmost respect for indie authors that have been doing this forever because it, there's really so much that goes into it. Um, I don't know. Like, What's like one thing that surprised you that you really, were like, I had no idea that this was something that I had to do. <laughs> Oh gosh. 
honestly, just I'm a very indecisive person. So being the one that has to make every single decision, like for um, like our, very, like your cover and things like that. Yeah. yeah. It's very hard for me. And also, um, I don't like, okay, I don't like, but I just have a hard time, like, sometimes being aggressive is not the right word. But like, if someone um, like with the arc situation, it was very hard for me to not give everyone an arc because <laughs> that I'm, would like, be my that would 1000% be my problem. I would be like everybody I would be like Oprah. It would be like Oprah with arcs. I'd be like, you yeah. get an arc. You get an arc. You get an arc. Yeah. Um, so that was really hard for me because I, I just had to like put my foot down on, I guess, things because realistically there's only so many you know to be sent um and as a reader so stuff like that I take it so like I do a lot of arcs through NetGalley and I think I've mentioned this before I get like so upset when I get declined for an arc I'm like what did I do like what you are not making Aaron feel better about this oh god <laughs> no I'm kidding um it's because Aaron's never gonna deny me an arc she knows <laughs> I will be persistent as shit like we don't she's have like, to worry about that I don't want to deal with Neely again in my DMs yeah, yeah. She's gonna be like, well now she has my home address so. <laughs> yeah yeah I know where we you know live where you live <laughs> Um, that's part that of our so master aggressive. plan just collecting all the author's home addresses all so we can addresses. stalk you no yeah, I'm kidding um, so okay so the question that we always always end with for everyone is what is a half to read book you always recommend to people heartless mm. say Same. less we, we're all like series. we're all like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. do you know how long it took me yeah, to get the whole series but oh. It took me so long to get Rachel to read that series. Like, I had to be ready. It was like months of me being like, I need you to read Chestnut Springs. Elsie, if you're listening, please come on the podcast. Um, (laughs) I needed to be ready. I wasn't in my cowboy era yet. Did you read her first series of books? Have you read like the no. Off to the Races? I haven't either. I want to, but I really yeah. want to. Yeah, <laughs> because they she's yeah, been posting really a lot to. about them on her. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it is like in, it's like in my mind, and I'm wondering if it's yeah. because of like the popularity of Chestnut Springs mm-hmm. that she's kind of like, hey guys, Probably, fun fact, yeah. I have this whole ass other series too. Um, yeah, I cannot wait yeah, for Bo's book. And it's soon. Oh, I know. Is it soon or my imagination? October, I think. Yeah. Yeah, next month. I'm so excited. There's so many books coming out in October. (laughs) I know. I love Heartless because I loved Willa. I'm like, everybody loves Daddy Kate. Oh, yeah. And I I love love Daddy Kate too, but I loved Willa. She was so relatable to me. So I was a big fan. So she's probably my favorite female character out of like any. I, I would say I just so love she and then Kara from Becca Max books who like yeah. hasn't gotten her own book yet mm-hmm. but I feel like once we yeah. get her book she will probably be my favorite because I just yeah. love her yeah. in the other well, books well it's just like but strong oddly, female main I really liked I yeah I ended up liking Winter a lot more than I thought mm-hmm. I would I didn't for sure yeah I would like her at all she grew on yeah she definitely she, grows on you she's my second favorite yeah. in that series but we yeah. haven't gotten Bailey yet so I don't know so um, I anyway, know. I am excited yeah. for Bailey. All right, ready for some rapid fire this or that? They're fun. Okay. Oh gosh, okay. All right, Neely, uh, do you want to go first? No. Okay, I'll go first. I I'm go like, what's, what's it? Okay, you always get the good ones. Okay, ready. All right, uh, cinnamon roll guy or grumpy, but not grumpy for her guy? Cinnamon roll. Okay, 
Backwards hat or gray sweatpants? Backwards hat. She ain't wrong. Oh, mine. My turn. I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, wine <laughs> or like, champagne? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yes. Um, wine or champagne? Champagne. Same. Uh, I'm like, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Pick your praise. Good girl or look at me? Good girl. Bless you. Finally. People never pick good girl. Ever. No. I. It's my favorite too. But no one ever, everyone always says, look at me. There's just something about good girl. I know. Yeah, I just it does it for me. I don't know how I would feel if Andrew said that to me. It's very type A of you to be like I do like the phrase. What can I say? It's my Enneagram three in me. I need to know I'm doing a good job. Enneagram three problems. I wanna I just got the best aspects of my life. I just got the best idea for our Instagram poll that I have to write it down. Okay, write it down. Okay, I'm going to forget. by Enneagram. Uh, okay. Oh, All right. Uh, while Neely's writing that down, <laughs> I'm going to do our review of the week. So if this is you, please send us a DM and we will get you some uh, happy mail out. But our review of the week says, the perfect combination of all the mom things and smut. Love to listen to the girls while doing things around the house or working out. They certainly make it better. Whether they have a guest, an amazing author, or it's just Neely and Rachel, it's always a great episode. That is from JGR1218, and that is the nicest review. I was going to say, it literally sounds like a review one of us wrote. We didn't. Um, We didn't, but that's so nice. But if I was to write a review about our podcast, that's basically what I would say. So. I love that. Okay, so Aaron, the time has come for you to whore yourself out. So where, where can, can people, people find, find you? you? Um, so you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, both uh, at ErinMcKenzie.author. Um, you can email me, same handle at gmail.com. And as of today, you can read Line of Scrimmage because when this episode airs, it is the day yes, Line of Scrimmage comes out. out. It's out. Yeah. Go read it. It's oh, so wow. good. You're going to fall in love with Ford and Abby. You're going to really fall in love with Ford. You're going to be like, why is he not real? Why I does know. he not exist That's in my world? Um, <laughs> baseball cap. Can he take off the sweatpants yes, now? Um, yeah. It's phenomenal. We both read it. We both loved it. You're going to love it too. Um, yes. And you can find the podcast uh, at Smut Show Podcast on Instagram. We have Facebook group. We have Patreon. We have threads. We're everywhere, guys. You can email us too if you want. We would happily respond to you. Uh, We'll chat in our DMs. We respond to everyone. Um, And you can find me every which way at Neelykins, except on the TikTok where I'm Neely Moldavan. And you can find me everywhere at Rachel underscore M. Lewis. And Erin, thank you so much for coming on. If you guys want more of Erin, you guys need to join our Patreon because we're about to record an exclusive Patreon episode where you'll get to hear more about We'll hopefully get to pull some details about future books out of her TBD. But uh, come find out. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.